0: How many of you guys were able to make part of the conference that we just had? Okay, yeah, a majority of us. Yeah, half of us, a little over half. So, uh, and for those of you who, who, and who is here for Sunday? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, so if you weren't, Mike is right, Um, I would go online and I would watch last Sunday his message message was amazing the Rock. org. do you want to, to talk <laughs> sorry. heckling me from the from the front row <laughs> I, love it. I can be led that's fine I'm sorry that wasn't tacky I was like do you want do you want to actually share anything okay all right <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit it's the voice behind you that says turn left turn right <laughs> um but what I was feeling for tonight is we just want to take, and for those of you who weren't at the conference and who weren't there on Sunday, you'll kind of just be brought into to the storyline that, that God is writing over this last week. But, um, but it, was such a, it was such a wonderful time, and Dan's message on Sunday was, was such a wonderful message that we just wanted to like, let's share what the Lord was speaking to us. Let's share what, what we felt like the Lord was highlighting, and let's just remember and let's celebrate, and then let's pray into it. Let's ask God that every seed of His Word that was planted over this last weekend, that He would water by His Spirit, and that we would tend those weeds that would want to choke out the fruitfulness of what the Lord wants to do. So, I don't have my Bible open for any reason. It's just open. Um, So, I've asked Anna. Anna's going to share, and then we're going to hear from Tracy, and then I just I felt like the Lord was giving some things to Luna, and I wanted Luna to, to share that, and then uh, and then we'll just kind of see where we go from there. Is that cool? All right. So Anna, come on up. We love you, girl.
1: Hi everyone. That. Oh. Does do you not know who I am? I think you all do. <laughs> I know all of you. I'm I do serve the women here at the Rock and. I'm the women's pastor. Mike knows how much I love saying that last part. So, yeah. <laughs> it's an inside joke, sorry. Um, yes, so bless you all that are watching online. And you that are here going to get an extra blessing, I believe, in Jesus' name, <laughs> for braving the cold. <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. Um, so I'm so thankful to just to share a little bit. I was sharing yesterday in our uh, staff prayer meeting. Just a uh, Monday was so good. Our kids didn't have school or we, I have three kids and they were all here at the conference. It was just, we just took the time Sunday night and Monday um, during the evening to just hear what the Lord spoke to them actually. And just to hear what landed um, because we all hear a little bit differently and the Lord is so good And so individual that he can speak to each one of us something very different and then also corporately. And so we were just giving them time to share that and so that we could sow that into our hearts too because we all see Jesus a little bit differently. And I think that's beautiful. We get a more full picture of who he is when we humble ourselves and allow other people to share how they've experienced him and who he is to them. And so from there, we were just praying for our staff and leadership and just um, everyone that was part of it because I really felt that um, it was like nothing we've ever experienced. I really feel, I shared yesterday that I don't believe what we're experiencing right now will ever happen again in our generation. And that's those kairos moments that you recognize this is very different. The Lord is moving in a new way. And I know we've been hearing that, but it's amazing to be able to actually to believe it, to pray it, and then to see it. Right? We got to see it. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. And if I, I think a lot of us, I, I feel I haven't been alive that long, but I feel like I was telling a friend, I feel like I'm I'm pulling back from Abraham and feeling like, Jesus, I've been waiting so long for this. Um, and, and that's the Lord's heart. I feel like when I feel that, that is the Lord's heart. He has been waiting. He has been waiting for this moment, for this generation to say, let it be us, Lord, that usher in the coming of our King Jesus. And we all have a place to, for that and a part to play. And so we were just praying that Um, I was feeling the weight of, wow, the Lord just released something really powerful individually and corporately. And now we get to respond. Now there's a very, I feel, sensitivity to this time where we have the opportunity and we need to respond to the word. And I was also applying that to prophetic words. The Lord will prophesy over Mike, over Luna, over all of us um what his heart is for us but then it's up to us right to respond and say yes lord i agree i'm going to come into alignment i receive that yes and amen and then what lord lead me into what's next how do i step into that and so i feel like this time for us corporately as a family is kind of like that that the lord is saying okay you've received the word do not let the enemy snatch it up like we've been saying um Make sure that the soil of your heart stays pliable, stays soft so the seed can remain there and grow those deep, deep roots. And so I feel like it's a little bit, I don't want to say fragile, but I do feel the sensitivity of this time for each of us and corporately to be aware that there is a response required, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one, I've already had conversations, that that's already been tested even from this weekend, right? You've had an opportunity to say, do you really believe that? How are you going to respond to that? How are your actions going to come into alignment with the truth that um, I've spoken over you? And so, um, that's what we've been praying into. I felt also, too, both on Wednesday night when we were here worshiping, I saw um, the words freedom over us. And so I knew that the Lord would release freedom. But, of course, that looks a little bit different for us. But as Marcus was praying earlier, um, this phrase just has kept in my mind. It says, it's um, just the truth that sets us free. And I feel like if you remember what happens. All of those nights, it wasn't one person. We weren't looking to a minister, to a pastor, to a a prophet, evangelist, a teacher. The Lord came and encountered every single one of us through the body of Christ but it was the truth that set us free. And I know that we haven't heard all the stories yet of all the breakthrough and the bondage and the healing and the deliverance in our hearts and our minds that happened. But I know that those stories will continue to come. I know that we saw it just in our small family. And, and for me, I'm like, wow, God, it's the truth. John eight, thirty three. Jesus said to them that the truth will set you free. And I think we just, we saw that manifested, that um, Dan and Leif, they spoke truth, and it broke those chains that we're talking about. The Spirit of God himself, through the body of Christ, set us free. And so so I feel like we're going to, the Lord wants us to walk, he's always wanted us to walk in a fuller measure of the freedom that his blood paid for on Calvary for every single one of us. And so, um, yeah, just that response required and to recognize this time. And I want to encourage us to that, to not harden our heart, because I think one of the things that Dan carries a message, it's truth, right? Truth is a person. Truth is Jesus. Um, it, and, sometimes that can feel like, Ooh, that's kind of like kind of hurt. Right. Um, and, but our spirit is saying, yes, amen, That I believe that, I know that that's true, but our flesh, like he was saying, could say, oh, I, I'm not sure if I believe that, or I, I think I'm offended even, or you just, re-, you know, it, those, the truth comes in and breaks all the lies that we have believed in, either religious, you know, whatever we've experienced, and so there's this opportunity, so I want to encourage us to just keep the soil of the heart soft, to not get offended, to not harden our heart. Do not let the enemy snatch up that seed. Be aware that he wants to do that in this time, because he does not want us to receive the fullness of what was released. Um, And just that repentance also. I think uh, when we receive truth, there's an opportunity of, of remembrance of, oh, maybe these things were not truth. Maybe they were taught to me, maybe whatever it was. Um, but just repent. It's, repentance is such a beautiful grace that we've been given by Jesus Christ and the cross that we get to come to him and quickly, quickly repent and not move into the desires. The word says that, that we will still be tempted, but we don't have to say yes to the desires because of the spirit of God living in us. And so quick repentance to continue to renew our minds and to walk in the fullness of the freedom that Christ prayed paid for us to walk in and so i just i'm gonna just pray that if that's okay um quickly and then i think tracy will share or okay awesome so jesus we just bless you we love you we thank you god we thank you that we get to be alive and in this moment in this place god where you've put us so strategically to be alive and to be part of what you're doing holy spirit God, I thank you for the encouragement. I feel it so strongly in the spirit that grace is being poured out, God, over every single one of us right now. Thank you that you're saying there's grace, there's more than enough grace to walk in the fullness of what I paid for you, the fullness of the freedom, the fullness to snatch others out of that fiery pit, to proclaim truth, to break the lies, to live in freedom, So Jesus, we thank you that truth is a person, that truth is you, Jesus, and that you do break down all of the walls of our religion, of our traditions, of all of our wrong thinking, Lord. We just give you permission, Holy Spirit, in this sensitive, kairos time, Lord, that is never gonna happen again, Lord. We just continue to say yes. Jesus, empower us to say yes to you every minute every day every hour lord and we just thank you that your grace is just being poured out over us we say yes to the prophetic words lord we say yes to the destiny and the purpose for this generation help us to father and mother the younger generations lord that the enemy's trying to steal the seed of faith that has been deposited through this time lord we say no in jesus name you cannot do that we stand in the gap And, Lord, help us to water it, to encourage them, to remind them, to hold them accountable, to hold each other accountable, Jesus, to the high calling that you've placed on us as sons and daughters to release the kingdom of God with power and grace and mercy. And we just thank you, God. I just feel your fire, Lord, in our bones to be those burning ones that will leave it all, leave it all, Lord Jesus for you to receive your glory. For you to come back, Lord. Jesus, we just thank you that we, we are in a position to hurry that time, Lord. We do not want to delay your coming, King Jesus. We want you to receive all the glory and honor and praise. And so we just bless your name and we thank you that you continue to encourage us and empower us. And give us eyes to see what you're doing, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Wow. Who all was here this weekend, by the way? Man, wow. Good good portion of us. Yeah, and welcome all of you online as well. Wow. I, uh, I love when God just kind of comes in and rearranges our furniture. <laughs> I think a lot of people got their furniture rearranged uh, over the weekend. Dan, Dan's amazing. Um, and it was the name of the, the conference, obviously, was Unshakable. And Unshakable, is, I kept asking this question over and over again, even as I went to bed Friday night after uh, Dan spoke. I, uh, I kept saying, God, what is unshakable? Like, what's unshakable? And I remember waking up Saturday morning to that phrase in my head, God, what's unshakable? Because whatever is unshakable, the Word of God says that God will shake everything that can be shaken. Uh, And that the things that remain are eternal, and the things that fall to the ground are just temporal. They can't go with us when we leave this side of heaven, right, Uh, earth. And so, whatever it is that remains, that's what I want. (laughs) I don't know if anybody else is like that, but that's what I want. I just want that. Um, Everything else, I'm fine. Let it be. Fall off. Please take it from me. And um, But when I woke up Saturday morning, I said, God, what's unshakable? And I just heard one word, love. And it just, uh, it took me down just this path of the foundation of love. I know Mike and I had kind of a moment uh, the other day, earlier this week, uh, was that Monday? I think it was Monday. Um, we just started writing things down. It was just like this foundation of love, that everything is rooted, <laughs> rooted and grounded in love. There we go. Um, Dan, I, I, if Leif was watching, he would be proud. He, he, uh, he got us chanting on one of those nights. But, um, but it took us down this road, and First you know, Corinthians 13 is probably a good place to start. I mean, there's hundreds of verses about love. God said, I am love, I am love, I am love, over and over and over again. But um, I love, I'll just skip through. I'm not even going to hit, I'll hit the verse, and then I'm just... Without love, we're nothing, verse 2. Without love, we gain nothing, verse 3. Love never fails, verse 8. Love lasts forever. And what, is, what remains? Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So if love is the foundation, I was like, God, and I just started and, I, and it took me back into, like, just the word, and I started praying. And I, it took me to, to um, God took me to Isaiah 54.10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. So if love is the foundation, those of their internal foundations are unshakable. So if love is the very foundation, if love is the very foundation, we're living from a place of love. Hope can't exist without love, and love can't exist without hope. So love activates hope. And if hope's activated, we can actually have faith. And anywhere you look in the Bible, there's probably ten different places throughout the Bible, if you look at faith and grace faith is the very thing that actually activates grace. So we can get to the, pay, the portion of faith, even if it's a mustard seed, right? We can actually activate grace. And I've always said this. I've said, faith is, or grace is the very thing that, that, that um, empowers us to do what God's called us to do. And I've said that over and over again, but Dan Muller said something that was so key to me. He said... He said the same thing. He was leading up to this. I'm like, oh, he's just going to say, man, it empowers us. I know that's where he's going. He said, no. He said, it actually activates truth or empowers truth is the word I had. Empowers truth. I mean, I'm like, well, what's his truth? I'm like, whoa. I picked up my Bible. I was like, this is the truth. Everything that's in it, everything it says I am, everything. I'm like, I want all of this that. So if that's what grace is, I want that to be activated in me. Love, hope, faith, grace, love being the foundation. Maybe I'll do this. Um, I was going to just maybe share one other thing, but I think I'm going to go a different direction. I just kind of hear the Lord. Um, there's a lot of people talking right now. There's a lot of voices <laughs> that are that are out there. Right? There's a lot of voices on social media. We're living in a time. I agree with Anna. Like, man, we will not in our generation live through. I don't think anything. It may look different. It may maybe it's something. I don't know. I shouldn't say that, but yeah, it seems like we will not see anything like this in our generation even the, the voice of social media and some of the things that are being shut down, it's like we're going into unprecedented times. And um, there's a lot of things that are being said that are not probably so wise and probably not so smart and probably are pretty wounding and pretty uh, vicious at, at, at times. But I would, pro- I would propose this, we're made up of mind Right. This is what I want to share, just because the foundation of love is spirit. So, if if the foundation of love is spirit, and the spirit lives in us, that spirit sits down. That spirit sits here, right, and it's rooted and grounded in love. Hey, there we go. And then, and then we have our soul, our soulish realm, our heart, and then we have our our mind. So, flesh, right, heart or soulish realm, and then spirit. Um, maybe you put it another way, IQ, right, our, our, our head knowledge, if you will, um, EQ, emotional intelligence, which lives in that soulish realm. That's how we filter things and our emotion is generated from there. And then one thing I think that we're missing, though, is spiritual intelligence, SQ. That's what lives in the spirit. So how do we normally process information? We process information from the head down normally, right? It comes in our mind, and that's a really bad place for things to start, to start being filtered. Think about it. It comes it comes into the very access point for the enemy, the flesh, which is the mind. So it's really messed up before it even gets to our soul, soul before it even gets filtered, before it drops into our spirit. I propose this. What if we actually, if we received information into our spirit, which is rooted and grounded in love, <laughs> Right? And came this way, and it actually came unadulterated, unfiltered, pure word from heaven, because think about this. Philippians 4 7 says this the the, the the peace that surpasses all understanding will protect our heart and our mind. Well, why doesn't he say spirit? Because the enemy doesn't have access to our spirit. So you know anything that goes into the spirit hasn't been tampered with by the enemy. Does that make sense? So what if we intake our whatever information that's coming at us and we actually the mind of our spirit uh, no pun intended but the mind of our spirit what if we actually filter or not filter that but receive it through the mind of our spirit and then it gets so when it gets to our soul stream it's not from here to here because by the time it gets from here to here man it is jacked up already and we're ready Three, you know, three degrees off, you know, center course. We're not on plumb line for sure. But if it comes through here, we get a direct, we get the direct message. We get that unadulterated, uh, uh, unfiltered portion from heaven that just comes into our soul's realm. And then it comes to our mind and we're like, let me process that before I speak. Can you imagine throughout earth what would happen if we received our information that way every time? The things that are being spoken, the things that are that, that are being posted, the things that are being released throughout the earth that are, as I mentioned earlier, vicious at times and, and and uncalled for and wound and they're cursing and they're all of these things, it would it would shift an entire it would shift a culture, it would shift an entire generation. So that's what I'd like to propose. I just want to pray into that. So, Lord Jesus, uh, we just thank you. Wow. I thank you for the deposit, Lord. I thank you for the deposit of love, God, in this house over the weekend, God. I totally agree with Anna, Lord. It really wasn't about a man. I love what, huh, I just love what Dan. <laughs> Friday night, he said, there's no reason, I've during altar calls, there's no reason to minister. <laughs> you just got ministered to. Go home and sleep on that. That's basically what he said. There was no altar time. So, Lord, we thank you. It wasn't about a man. It was about the man, Jesus. Fully man, fully God. That's who showed up. And, God, we thank you that you show up. God, I thank you for the encounter, God. The encounters that, were t- that took place here. For those that got touched, those that had an experience, Lord, with you, and that you became living and tangible, God, inside their heart. That, God, they went into that place of the the holy of holies, Lord. They were able to return to that place of holiness, Lord. I thank you, God, that you're sanctifying minds, even talking about mind, soul, and spirit. God, that you're sanctifying minds and inside a sanctified imagination or a sanctified mind, Lord, becomes holy thoughts, Lord. We actually produce things that look different and speak different and they sound different. They sound like something and they sound like love because that's the foundation, Lord. We just thank you for. So, God, I do I just release that over this house, Lord. That the seed wouldn't fall into the thorns, it wouldn't fall on drier, arid ground, Lord. It wouldn't fall to the wayside, but it would fall on fertile soil, Lord. And I thank you that this place, this house, Lord, has fertile soil. And that our hearts, Lord, when rooted in the ground and in love, Lord, are fertile soil for the seed to go deep so that the roots can begin to grow further and further, and further down, and then further out, horizontal and vertical, Lord, God, so I thank you for the deep, deep roots, God, and I even love God, I thank you for bringing the growth, God, the fruit, the fruit that is a manifestation of many things that took place over the the weekend, Lord, the manifestation of fruits that come from love, hope, and faith, Lord, the things that are activated in us as a result, God, the fruit that comes in those these moments. And it's Silas that may, may water and it may be Paul that's plowing and cultivating. But God, your word says that only you, you that bring the growth. So I thank you, God, you're growing us into a mature people, Lord. Mature sons and mature daughters, Lord. Mature mothers and mature fathers. God, that... That, 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 that come alongside of a generation, whether it be their own or the one behind or the one in front. God, stewarding well what you've given us and stewarding a generation, Lord, so that a generation is not lost. So, God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for the deposit of love, Lord, at all costs. God, we just, we just pray right now, God, for a protection over the seed, Lord, that was planted and deposited God, over the last week. God, we just love you. We praise you. We just exalt you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.
3: Thank you. Wow, that's good. I feel like they've said anything I could possibly say further. But um, last Thursday, right before the conference, I was dialoguing with the Lord and see what he had for the weekend of of the conference. And um, he gave me a few things. And you guys sort of touched on it. Um, And now that I'm thinking about it, Dan didn't pray for anybody on Friday. You're right, I forgot about that. But he was talking to me about even, um, he was talking to me about sons and daughters. We've been talking about mothers and fathers in general. And it sort of led into this. And I wasn't even, when I was asking the Lord, I wasn't even thinking about, oh yeah, we were just in a season talking about mothers and fathers. Um, I was just thinking like how he's establishing sons and daughters in this house. Um, there's a lot of times we, we either move from community to community or we make messes in life or um, things just come up and we forget to tend to it. Um, I just had my dad here in town, and he brought my niece, and my niece and my, and my daughters, they're the only grandkids, and so he got to spoil them. He spoils them all the time. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, tell, I'll tell him, you can't give them candy. Stop giving them chocolate. They need to eat real food. They had donuts for breakfast, chocolate milk whenever they wanted, and I like tell him you can't just Feed them that. They can't have McDonald's all the time. And I'll tell him that like right in his face, you can't give him chocolate. He's like, okay. And then he like sneaks it. It's just, it's just what he does. <laughs> um, and the Lord can spoil us. It's fine. But what the Lord was telling me for this weekend is that he's establishing sons. He's got our father, not God, our grandfather. He doesn't want, um, our messes or our, our life to be in disarray. He cares about our growth and our roots. Um, I have this orchid in my home, and I've had it for about a year. I got it for a birthday gift, uh, and I have a friend who has like several orchids, and he ha- they've like been around for years, and they all grow, and mine was dying about a around the summertime, so I asked him like what-, what I should be doing to get it to revive. He said, oh, you have to cut it all the way down to the root, like where the orchid goes. You have to cut it all the way down, and that's what I felt like the Lord was doing. He's He's cutting it down because he cares about the growth and he loves us too much to leave us where we're at. Um, and he, he loves to lavish and loves to give good gifts, but I'm not necessarily speaking on that because he'll do that and he can do it in a moment. Um, right now, this season is about the pruning. This season's about sonship. The season's about getting our roots and our soil right so that we can bear fruit Good fruit and fruit that lasts um, so that's what he gave me uh, and it's interesting that Dan didn't pray for anybody and uh, a few months ago, when uh all the the prophets were prophesying one person and it left sort of the church in disarray because of like the everything that sort of settled i I felt him say like when I was praying for last weekend, he was saying, people have relied too much on a man of God, like Dan. They relied too much on, I need to get to a conference for a word, or I need to get up to the front so someone can pray for me, that they've like lacked that relationship with the Father. And so that's another thing he's doing. He's uh, cutting out the middleman man um, because he's tired of us for relying on somebody else for a word when the spirit lives within us we should just go to him right that's i mean that's why uh, he came he came so that we could always carry him um that's all i have so i can pray to <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay jesus we thank you we thank you that you love us too much to leave us where we're at that you care so much about our root system you care so much about our growth that even when we Think that we can't handle the pruning Lord you're not being unkind or unfair you care about your bride being perfected you want a pure and spotless bride so we just thank you for the pruning we thank you for the growth Um, and we thank you for fruit that's gonna last Lord, in the, in the messes and in, and in the hurt or, or the life and the things that come up, I just ask that we would have that spirit of repentance and surrender, that we would let you have our way in our hearts and we would let you have our way, or your way to, to fix the things that we didn't tend to or didn't even know that we needed to tend to. Um, we thank you that you are kind in your correction, that you are loving in your correction And we pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Yeah, we can clap for that. Luna, come on now. (laughs) She was sharing that with me, and I was just like, we need to hear this. Um, Mike was feeling, and I, I totally agree, just as we kind of go into prayer, and ask for the things that, that uh, have impacted us over the last few days. Let's remember that it's all about love. I love what the Lord shared with Tracy. What is unshakable? It is love. And and what Luna said on the 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 trimming, the pruning. That less of us. Is being seen, and more of Him is being taken into us because our roots are going deep. I've been in the Book of Acts, and I'm I've, uh, I've been impacted by how many times when the gospel is preached in the Book of Acts, either by Paul or by Peter. Every time they focus on. Not just Jesus' exaltation, but they focus on Jesus' humiliation. They focus on his suffering. They focus on his death. They focus on his humility before the Father. And when I ask the question, what does love look like? And we answer that through scripture. It is, this is love. God sent his son to be an atoning sacrifice for our sins. To be the propitiation, which just means the replacing sacrifice. I had this, uh, it wasn't a vision, but I, I just had this picture in my mind this morning as I was praying into this. And I saw myself sitting in a prison and and it was like I was waiting trial. and And the feeling was I knew that I was guilty. And then the warden comes and he lets me out of prison and he goes, one has taken your place. And I felt the Lord's challenge and his, what I've done for you, Marcus, you are to go low and you're to lift others up. Now we can't be atoning sacrifices for each other, just so you know, there's only one sacrifice, but we can definitely have sacrificial love that lifts up one another, that, that, that fathers one another, that, that receives fathering like sonship. And, and so I was just thinking about that, that humiliation, but he took our place and then the exaltation. We have grace to go low because we know that God's going to answer it every time by lifting us up. We have grace to die to ourselves because we know we're not doing this in a vacuum, we're not doing this alone. We're doing this before the eyes of a father that says, "Oh, when they act like my son, I lift them up and I pour out glory and I pour out grace." So, Amen. Why don't you into and uh, send us into groups? Is that cool? Send <laughs> us into the groups.
4: Go. Ah. Uh. This this, I'm just gonna hit one thing here. Just as we go into groups, be aware that the world has a whole nother definition of love that we tend to um, grab hold of if we're not careful. And uh, the love that Jesus has, as as Marcus was just saying, and I love what Luna said just about that, like that taking that root or or taking that kind of that orchid all the way down to the root and cutting it right there. It's what Jesus says he does with us. He prunes us. And a lot of times, like, we kind of skip over the pruning. (laughs) We're like, I'm good. I don't need the pruning. I'm I'm great. And then he goes, I'm like, ah. And then we start to complain. We start to get, like, look, focus inwardly. And Dan said something, and I completely agree with it. He just said, selfishness is the root of all evil. You could say money is the root of all evil, uh, but if you really dig down, like money is is, is a, a root of evil because of the selfishness we have to have money. It's the love of money. The love of money comes down to a place of selfishness, which is just a place of pride. Uh, and there's there's a form of love in the world that is, is self-beneficial. And you love someone, but it's for the, self, for the benefit of self. Um, and then there's a selfless love, which is the love of God. One is of this world, and one is of the kingdom. And, and sometimes, sometimes we can mix it up and... Uh, um, I might just take one more minute here. Just share a quick story. So right after, right after the conference, and right after Dan Moeller was here, and 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 Leif Hetland, and you know Leif talks about being in chair one, right? Chair one is all about selfless love. Chair two is about self beneficial love. <laughs> if we can stay in chair one, there's nothing that can actually kind of take us off track of we're actually just in alignment with God's plan, with His will all the time. It's funny, though, how you get tested right after. It's like when you've you heard in First in Corinthians says, when you think you're standing strong, be careful not to fall. <laughs> it's those moments where you're like, man, I've got this. And uh, literally, so I'll just share two things. One, so here we are Sunday morning Dan is, uh, we've got to take him to the airport, so I'm grabbing all my stuff, and I, I'm like, oh, I'll grab all Christie's stuff too, my wife's stuff, and I grab it all, and she has a cup of coffee there that I'm assuming is empty by this point, end of the service. Well, it's completely full, and I had no idea, and uh, and it was in a coffee, like a mug, and I throw it in with all my stuff. <laughs> And I'm grabbing it all, and I'm walking up with Dan, and we walk right to the back there through those. Uh, we're going to walk out the back door. And I look down, and I have coffee all over me. I mean, like like from here all the way down, just soaked. It's in my jacket. It's in her jacket. It's all over my bag, my computer, her stuff. I mean, just like it wasn't like a little coffee, it was like if you took a whole thing of coffee and just went <laughs> all over everything. And I get to the back and I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I have a I have one of those moments. Am I gonna stay in chair one or be in chair two? <laughs> Christy, how could you have a full cup of coffee at the end of the service? <laughs> uh, I just went over and you know, and these are these things, it's like does it really matter? Is it that big of a deal? And you grab, I grabbed a, a towel and just kind of said, hey, Dan, can you just hold on a minute? And Dan's like, sure. <laughs> and he just watched me <laughs> as I kind of cleaned off. And, and, and he said, he goes, well, you did a good job. You know? <laughs> I was like, all right, I passed that test. And I thought I was done. And then, uh, and then that night, um, our son, Thought he would do some skateboarding in the afternoon. And, and I'm not throwing him under the bus at all. He's such a great kid. And, uh, but he left our garage door open overnight. And it got down to negative 10 degrees or so. And by morning, all our pipes have frozen because our garage door is wide open. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, again, I get another opportunity Chair one, chair two. (laughs) But here's the cool thing, and I'll just say this, and and this is not a tooting my own horn. I think, thank God, I had just had this conference, so it was fresh in my mind, because probably if I hadn't, I would have gone another direction. Uh, um, But it was like, no. It was funny, that morning, so it was on one side of the house that that the pipes froze, so I was showering that morning and just thinking, God, you're so good, <laughs> like, like this is gonna be like a whole new level of just walking with you and living like, in your love and not allowing anything to affect me. And, and as I shut off the shower, what had happened is the hot water was running through the pipes it finally got to the place where the pipes had frozen and exploded. But you know, when they freeze, they expand. So all the all the copper was split in two. Um, but we didn't know it was po- it was frozen until I took the shower, which heated up all the pipes. And as I shut off the water, thinking, "Gosh, it's a great morning," <laughs> boosh! <laughs> all of a sudden, three places across our house we have water everywhere. <laughs> My wife is screaming. We're like, shut the water off. <laughs> and, and that was the start of the day. <laughs> um, but what was really cool is out of that, uh, we couldn't eat dinner that night. We had to go to, to a restaurant. We went to a place called Manna. It's at the hospital. And we had been there before and there was a lady there uh, that we had had the opportunity in the past to pray over and, um, and she was there that night. And so we walk in with the family. And I'm like, hey, how are you? And she's like, I'm not good. I was like, oh, well, let's just pray over you. So we all, the whole family, we got to just get around her and pray over her. We go and eat. And, uh, and she got ministered to. It was really cool. And um, we're coming back out. And Christy, my wife, she notices that, uh, that there's a, a, uh, a crutch there. And uh, she goes, oh, like, are you hurt? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, uh I was, took the elevator the other day, and I got uh, stuck in the elevator. So she's like, I'm not doing that again, so I'll take the stairs. So she, so she took the stairs, fell down the stairs. Uh, this, was a, this was about a month ago that this happened. And, uh, and severely uh, sprained her ankle to where she had a crutch, she had a, a heavy brace on it that had, like, metal bars on the side that she had double-wrapped. Um, and she was in physical therapy uh, every day for the past month. Uh, and uh, so right there, we just had the opportunity and just said, oh. And, and she's Muslim, so doesn't, doesn't believe in Jesus uh, the way we do, uh, but just had the opportunity to say, oh, Jesus is going to heal you. And uh, make a long story short, I just said, give me your hand. We got to pray. And I said, uh, you're going to be healed right this moment. And this is just a sign of of, of Jesus' love for you. And um, and she was completely healed in an, in an instant. Um, it was kind of fun because she's like, I said, check it out. And she's, she's like, you're going to make me take my brace off, aren't you? And I'm like, absolutely. So she took her brace off and then... She's like, I don't want to put any weight on it. I'm like, it's healed. You, you don't have any pain. Step on it, jump on it. <laughs> uh, so she started to put weight on it. put more weight on it. Took all her weight off her good foot and was like, I don't understand this. <laughs> she was, and then did everything else. After that, she's checking it out. She's jumping up and down. She's moving around. And uh, she was completely healed. Pain was completely gone. She got to, we walked out together, shift was over and she carried her brace or her crutch over her shoulder and carried her her uh, her uh, uh, brace out. And uh, she's like, I feel kind of funny carrying my crutch. <laughs> uh, but here was the part and Christy caught this and uh, she said, you know what? Um, I won't say her name, but she said, uh, she said, you know, I believe God would have broken every pipe in our house so that we could come here tonight to minister to you, to share the love of Jesus with you. <laughs> we cannot get selfish in this love. It is not about us. And, and I'll tell you, I think we could have easily missed it, you know, in the frustration and, ah, I can't believe we're here and doing this and, Pipes are broken, we have no water, but but we had an opportunity, and if, if the pipes hadn't broken, we wouldn't have gone to the hospital, wouldn't have got to share the love of Jesus with this, this sweet, sweet young lady uh, who did not know Jesus, and now she knows Jesus, and now she knows the love of Jesus, and she was blown away and and not only does she get to know it but now she's like i'm gonna tell my mom i'm gonna tell my boyfriend like like and how do you explain it i go what are you gonna tell your physical therapist she's like i don't know (laughs) so i just i just hope that's an encouragement of like i feel like sometimes we're so we can become so self-oriented that we just go gosh wouldn't god if he gave his own son for us, wouldn't he break our pipes <laughs> so that we can share the love of Jesus with someone that may not know him? So let me pray, and then let's get, let's get together. And I just feel like just that we really get rooted and grounded in that love that's not the love of this world. So, Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for just your love, that it's because you first loved us that we actually can receive that love. And then once we receive that love with the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, that empowers us to love with that same love that you loved us with, that that's the love that we're to have, a sold-out love, a sacrificial love, a love that is so humble, that doesn't, doesn't need anything. We don't need anything for ourselves. It's not about our needs. It's not about us. It's about you and it's about living for your glory. It's about giving you glory and that we would see your kingdom come, your, your will be done. So Father, I just pray that, that you would, uh, you would just convict our heart even tonight into this greater place of knowing your love that it, and it actually comes from receiving it, not trying to strive in it, that it's about abiding in you and in that, there is that, that pruning that happens, that we get pruned down to the place where we can actually be like you, Jesus. And so, Father, I thank you. I thank you for this time. I pray that for those online, too, that, that I just ask that you would just spend this time, just spend a few moments just praying and taking this before the Lord and allowing him to continually, to continue to just to change our hearts to become more like him. So, Lord, we give you all the glory tonight for what you're doing and what you're going to do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.